0: Blessed Sunday, everybody, and welcome to Grow Point Divaggity Worship at Home. Before we go into our message, let's join our hearts and let's pray together. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness. We praise you for your grace. Lord, we bow down before you as our great and mighty God, and we acknowledge that you are holy. And so we pray that you will search our hearts. And I pray that you will, O oh God, expose any sin and anything that will hinder us from hearing your still, small voice as you speak to us through your word this morning. God, I pray, please, Lord, speak as we listen to you as your people. Teach us, instruct us, inspire us, motivate us to live victoriously for your honor and for your glory. We entrust this hour to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The the title of my message this morning is Victory Over Our Giants as we continue in our series, Living in Victory. Now last week when we started this series, we have learned that we need to look to God by faith to live in victory because for three obvious reasons. God is our source, God is our strength, and God is our Savior. And today we will look at a very, very familiar story. The story of David's triumph or David's victory over the Philistine champion, the giant named Goliath. And there are many lessons we can learn from this story, but we will focus on those that will help us, that we can apply in our own situation, in our own life, to be victorious over our own giants in life. We might wonder, How could a young shepherd boy be victorious over Goliath the champion? How can, you know, how did he do it? What was the key to his victory? What was it that gave him that victory over his giant enemy? Was it his skill? Was it because of his sling and his five smooth stones? Or was it because of his sovereign God in whom he trusts? The story of David and Goliath in 1 Samuel chapter 17 teaches us how to deal with our own problems in life. Some of us are in desperation, intimidated by the giants, quote-unquote, of our lives. Some of us are anxious and desperate. Others are frustrated and disappointed. Many Christians have learned to accept that they are defeated. That somehow they're helpless and hopeless and that the victorious, abundant life described in the Bible is only reserved for the religious elite. But that is not God's plan. God's plan for His children is to live in victory. Now if you go back to the story of David, he heard a lot of voices that day. He heard the voice of his brothers, the voices of the soldiers, and even the voice of King Saul, the leader of that day. He also heard a voice of truth speaking to him and reminding him of his previous victories against the lion and the bear as he performed his duty as a shepherd boy. So here's the main idea for us this morning. God gives victory to those who trust in him completely. Let me say that again. God gives victory to those who trust in him Completely. And this is what we can learn from David's encounter with Goliath. Obviously, it was neither David's size nor his skill that brought him victory against his gigantic enemy. It was the sovereign God in whom he trusts. David relied on the Lord to deliver his enemy into his hands. In the end, God is glorified and he had the victory. So the question for us this morning is, what principles can we learn from David to be victorious against our own giants in life? Against our own enemies, such as discouragement, you know, resentment, jealousy, envy, fear, confusion, worry and anxiety. And all of these you know, enemies that crush us in the inside and incapacitates us and hinders us. From doing what we should be doing and going where we should be going. Accomplishing the work of God, the mission of the Lord. And living the kind of life that God has called us to live. How can we be victorious against these enemies? And there are at least three principles we can learn from David to win against our giants. And for us to learn and appreciate these precious faith lessons. Let us look at some of the details of the story. Okay? Let us consider briefly and quickly, hopefully, the enemy. Let's consider the encounter before we will look closely at our example, the young shepherd boy David. So let's look at first of all the enemy, the vicious enemy. Goliath. First of all, ni Bible, kini sikulayah, dako kay ni Okay, let's look at his measure. By the way, if you missed it from the introduction. The story is found for us in 1 Samuel chapter 17. Okay, 1 Samuel chapter 17. Naari na ang story ni David and Goliath. Kadaghanan sa to, kabalo na gitanay, sukat, pas gagmay pa ng mga bata. Kung ba na to wala pata luwas, kabalo ta aning story. So let's look at the vicious enemy Goliath. Let's look at his measure or his size. So 1 Samuel chapter 17, beginning in verse 4, Mori ang gingon sa pulong sa Gino. And there came out from the camp of the Philistines a champion named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. So six cubits and a span. Um, Let's talk about that later. He had a helmet of bronze on his head and he was armed with a coat of mail and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of bronze. And he had a bronze armor on his legs and a javelin of bronze slung between his so- sh- shoulders and the shaft of his spear was like a weaver's beam and his spear's head weighed six hundred shekels of iron. And his shield-bearer went before him. So, makita na mo, no? Ang mga dimensions, ang gidag ko on sa iyahang armors, yahang everything. Puro judag and puro bugat. Mga nangadagan kayo, mga scholars, nga nagtuong nga si Goliath was between nine to eleven feet tall specific They believe Goliath was actually 9 feet and 9 inches tall. But whatever his exact height was, the biblical description of this enemy named Goliath, a champion, is clearly telling us that he was so huge of a warrior. He was so big of a soldier. He was so big of an enemy. He was gigantic. He was a giant. And there is reason for us to believe that he was a giant because he was from Gath and Gath was where the Anakims lived and the place described by the spies who were sent during the time of Joshua. Mo ni ang kaning lugar nga gitaw Gath dinha nagikan ang mga higanti, ang mga dagko kayong mga tawo sa panahon ni Joshua. Okay? Mga Anakims. So he was probably you know from the Anakims. siguro kaliwat niya so that was his measure okay taas kayo yung tawo ako man nga naka sulay ko barog beside a 6 foot 6 inches tall uh, 6 feet 6 inches tall nga, nga preacher okay and napoi taga wilds camp sa una 64 pero siya. nagwa ko mag picture ka ko igna kutob ra ka di sa ilahang gusok okay di gani ko kabot sa ilok nila langa bahin okay? i'm i'm 55 five. So, mag-imagine no, kung nine feet na ang saan na ka. Pero kayo. Dagko kayo, baskulado kayo kay warrior. In fact, ningon si King Saul, he was a warrior, a man of war since he was a young person. So, makita ni mo, uh, eksperyensyado kayo siya pag-abot sa, sa gubat and trained kayo siya. Well-trained siya nga pagka-army, uh, pagka-soldier. I mean, pagka so, that's the enemy. Kog imo naon, di bigid kaya ni David kung siya lang. Dili kaya when, when it comes to size and strength, lupi gyud si, si David. Okay, daog na gyud kung sa ni nimo naon ba, maglantaw lang ka sa ilang kuan, ilang ah uh, tog ani. Uh, kung kinsa sila. din na dayon si David. Not only that, let's look at his might. Goliath was a champion as I have read. Sa first word un sige ninyo there came out from the camp of the Philistines a champion named Goliath. And in verse 23, as he talked with them, behold, that champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, came out of the ranks of the Philistines and spoke the same words as before, and David heard him. And in verse 33, the king of Saul na king. Pag ingon ni David nga ako kontra niya, ako imong away niya, ako imong barog niya, ako imong matig uh, matigpatay niya. Ningon si King Saul, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him for you are but a youth. tanun pa kayo ka, hubok pa kay gag mga bukog, guwa pa kay na develop ng mga muscles uson nimu pag kontra niya. Ningon si King Saul, he has been a man of war from his youth. So unmang ning tawon wago kay chance maglanto ka sa match up one-sided kayo. Goliath was bigger, he was stronger, he was mightier than David. David. Thirdly, we'll look at his manner. He was intimidating Saul, King Saul, and the army of Israel. 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 8 and verse 9. ng Bible, he stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel. Why have you come out to draw up to, for battle? Am I not a Philistine? And are you not servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourself and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you will be our servants and serve us. So yan ang for 40 days. 40 days. Okay? 40 dias niyang gibalik-balik na kaadaan lao. Musyagit siya, musingit siya ni King Saul o iyang army kaysa sa Israel. Pag-ausa ng inyong pinakabanggitan, pinakakusgan, pinakamaayong sundalo, pinaka, pinaka niyo rin na. Kung iya kong mapildi o iya kong mapatay, kami tanan. Mahimo niyo mga Olibon. Pero kung ako imodaw, kamot tanan. Mahimu kung Olibon namo. That was his manner before them. He was intimidating them. He was trying to scare them. He was to was trying to put fear in their soul. And he was successful. Saul, King Saul, and his army were very afraid of Goliath. Lastly, let's look at his motive. His motive was, of course, to blaspheme the nation of Israel and their God. Okay? Because remember, sa ilahang kapanoonan ang gubat between nation and nation was not only, you know, a war and a battle between the armies of this nation, it was about their gods as well. tong madaog mas ng ilahang Kung ang mas gamhana ng ilahang yung ilahang mindsets ilahang panahon. First Samuel chapter 17 verse 10 and the Philistine this is Goliath said I defy the ranks of Israel this day. Give me a man that I may that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Blaspheming them. Huh? Your God cannot help you. Your God cannot prevail against our gods. We will be victorious over you. And as I've said, He did that for 40 days. 40 days. Now, this is very significant because I'm going to draw some parallels you know, from this story okay, to our New Testament. Um, makita will na Natonisha later on. So that was the enemy. That's the picture of the enemy. He's strong. He's big. Maglanta wa kasiya, morag dili gid ni ma overcome. Dili gid ni muma looping. Dili gid ni muma buntong. Maglanta wa niya pildi nagyukadaan. Kung ang imong mga mata, magtutok sa imong kontra. Ngamorag sigulayath kadaka. Kung imong mata, nakatutok sa imong problema sa gigante ni mong problema nga getubang. Ma wadan gigakpagla, oh ma wadan kagana, ma what an kakusuk, key, maluya ka hanganuman ma glanta oka, saimung higanting problema, se imung he ganting o gimongi ghi struggle But that was not the case for David. His eyes was not on Goliath. His eyes was on the Lord. So let's look at secondly the encounter. We've seen the enemy. Now let's look at the, in- the encounter. On sa mga terms ni, ni Goliath, okay? Dingin siya, it should be a man-to-man battle. One man represents the entire army. Sa verse 8 nga itong ganina, siya nga, Choose a man for yourself and let him come down to me. One-on-one me. Kuha mo yung representative, kanina yung pinakakusgan, okay. pinakabanggaitan, Pinaka maayo ninyong sundalo kontra na kay siya may champion. 1 on 1, man to man. Secondly, it was a winner takes all nga classy og away. Motoy hagit, motoy challenge ngayang gihatag to the nation of Israel and to King Saul. Winner takes all and ang loser loses everything. Okay, sa akong giba sa Ginoo sa first siya, if he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. Goliath being the bigger, stronger, mightier champion than even the tall King Saul of Israel. Okay, King Saul mismo, he did not dare to fight Goliath. And because he was bigger and mightier and stronger, and in his mind more skillful, he was so proud and arrogant and confident and he gave this challenge and everyone in Israel was afraid. Goliath was too scary. He was too strong. He was too skillful for anyone to face and fight and even win. Goliath, actually, my Goliath represented the enemy behind the problems we have in life. He represented the devil himself, Satan. Everything in him. His measure or size, his manner of shouting and intimidating represented Satan. His tactics to test, to try, to intimidate, to discourage, to dismay, to destroy God's people. In this encounter, we can also see that David, okay, David was the type of our Lord Jesus Christ, who alone Faced and fought and defeated Satan. So when Goliath shouted, "Choose a man for yourself and let him come down to me," our David, the Lord Jesus Christ, responded in love, and he came, and he fought the enemy, and he defeated the enemy in our behalf through his death on the cross and his resurrection on the third day. makita mo days ni si si Goliath. Kaining forty is a period of testing. Is a number of testing sa, sa, sa Bible. Okay, si Moses, uh, I mean si Jesus, forty days, forty nights siyang nag-fasting. After siyang forty days and forty nights ng fast- fasting, unsa kinsay ni nipat, patimaw? Walilaen kung dili ang yawa si Satanas. Gitintal si yes, Jesus, and of course Jesus defeated him. 40 days, 40 days. And after 40 days, David. The story of David and Goliath is also a victorious example of God's power. As Jesus fought the battle against sin so long ago, there is a continuing battle. In one sense, it's already won. Yet, in another sense, it needs to be fought day by day. Sa pagkatinood lang, sumasa akong gisulti, you know, sumasa natun natunan last week. Positionally, we are victorious already. Kay kita, nahiusa na ta diha ni Kristo. Nahiusa ta sa iyang kamatayon, sa iyang paglubong o sa iyahang mahimayaong pagkabanhaw. We are free from the penalty of sin and the power of sin. Ultimately we will be freed from the presence of sin. Ang atong kaaway humana niyagi crush, humanan niya gi lupig, humanan niya gi buntog. Okay? Nanatay kadaogan over sin, nanatay kadaogan over death, nanatay kadaogan over hell. We are victorious people positionally seated with Christ in the heavenlies. We are seated with him at the right hand of the Father, a position of authority. But practically, that is yet to be redeemed and yet to be transformed. Kining lawasa nga subject pa sa you know mortality, subject pa perishable pa niyeng sumapasingon sa Bible. Okay? Kini kinanlang pa niyeng listen. Naapat na niyeng right? So we still struggle with sin. So positionally victorious ta, And that truth, that reality, has to become, saman, a daily practical experience for all of us. Naadini sa tong practical, na bahin sa tong ginabuhay, ang kaaway. Naadini ang gubat karon. In one sense, this battle has already been won by the Lord Jesus Christ by His death and resurrection. And yet, in another sense, it is a battle that needs to be fought every day. So we've seen the enemy, Goliath, who is a representation of the devil. And we've seen the encounter, man to man siya. and in that encounter, Jesus Christ Okay? You see si David is a representation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let's look at the example. Si David himself. Atong tanahon, giunsa ni David. Atong tanahon, ka ni David, nga ma-apply na to sa itong kung kinabuhi, so that like him, we will also triumph against our giants in life. First of all, as we look at the example, let's look at the persistence of David. Another word for it is, ang yung tenacity. Kaya nga naman, Okay, kabalo naman sa story, munang na ako gigo, gigo yung go through story. Si David Shepherd Boy na siya. Ang yang rose sa ilahang a pamilya siya, may tigbantay sa ilahang mga karnero, tigpakaon dito. Naka siya itulok ang mga egsoon ni, ni sunod ni Saul, ni King Saul, and then they were there in that battlefield. Okay? One group on this mo- side of the mountain, the other group is in the opposite mountain and na nai valley sa ilahang taliwala. Diya, unta sila mag-away. Now, gisogos siya siyang gamahan one day, Okay, pag dala pagkaon, pagkain, murag kinanglan dagay itong ah uh, ma-encourage imong mga igsoon nga nadito sa sa battlefield, okay? They need some home-cooked food okay? to bring them comfort and perhaps encouragement that you know we as a family are supporting them or behind them or thinking about them, we care for them. And so young iso go si David. Yeah, puro si David murag na yeah, typical nga typical nga bata typical nga teenager, interesado kayo, ba nangigit siya makita sa away siguro. So, iyan gibot, gibilin sa niya, o oglain nga keeper ang iyahang mga sheep. So, makita niyo nung sa karakter ni David, responsably siya, maskin siya ang baga bata nun. So, iyasang gibilin ang iyahang mga buhi, ang iyahang mga gibantayan ng mga sheep, o giyahanggi, dala ang pagkaon nga to sa iyahang mga isoon. Walang yung gagdirisyo siya iyahang mga isoon, iya pong gibilin dito sa, mga, sa keeper, sa food. And then he ran towards his brothers. And we know the story. Nakadungog si David. Ga-expect, unta siya nga. Ang iyong maaptan nito, gaaway, you know, gatigbasanay, gabangkawanay, you know, gaiwaanay, o tutunlan, or whatever ang iyong action ng iyong gaaang, ga-expect. Ga-expect siya makita sa wow, kanay! Okay? And mo cheer siguro siya sa, sa Israel. Unta? Ang iyong nakita nito, wa. kwan lang, singgitana ilang, Gising-singgito si gulayat unya ang ilang mga kauban dre nangolkol sa kakulba adlo kai ni Goliath And we know the story when he heard about that he was like no one woman ni woman ni sukolan na niya oy kinsa man na siya nganu mito mo ng hadlok mo tanan niya ngana naman sa tuang sa tuwan mo laban ang makagagahom ng Dios So pag ingon niya nga ako imo kon Ako imo musukol. adagan ah, gay siyang mga voices nga nadunggan. Okay? Mo nang maka, si David. Tenacious si David. Wa siya nagpadala. Wa siya nagpadala sa intimidation ni Goliath. Wa po siya nagpadala sa mga voices sa mga kao, sa mga igsuon sa ubang mga sundalo, even the voice of King Saul. Okay? Let me show that to you. In verse 11, makita nato din na ang dismay sa ubang mga sundalo. 1 Samuel 17.11 When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Nahadluk sila. Verse 24 All the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him, and they were much afraid. So unta si David, makita siyang unang hadluk, lagini sila. Sila ba yan mga sundalo? Siya dili ba yan? Ang nga punta siyang mahadlok? Pero wa, nagpadala si David siyang nakita. Wala siya nagpadala wasn't a sa intimidation ng kulayat wapos na nagpadala sa kahad sa ubang mga Israelano ng sundalo he did not allow their dismay to you know kanabitaw affect him you see here's the thing the fear of man made king Saul a coward but the fear of God made David a warrior remember that he also did not allow the disdain the disdain of others or their scorn or mockery To keep him from pursuing what he believed was his purpose. Because remember, at this point, David has already been anointed as the next king of Israel. The Lord's blessing has been removed from King Saul at this point. Verse 28. Now Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David and he said, Why have you come down? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your presumption and the evil of your heart for you have come down to see the battle. Na ka din eh, tau kasah gubat. Parang mag bot Unsa man din Di mang ka Di man ka Di man mang man ka warrior. Nag-unsa man eh. na ba? Pagkasulti, murap Warrior warrior But here he was, okay. And then what put na David? Thirdly, a discouragement so so he did not allow the dismay and the disdain of others to affect him and hinder him, you know, from glorifying God, and he did not allow thirdly the discouragement of others. Verse thirty-three. And Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him for you are but a youth and he has, he has been a man of war from his youth. David But David refused to be discouraged and chose to put his confidence in the Lord. Okay? Kay as as we go on with the story, masabtan nato labi na ang how he convinced a king Saul to allow him to represent the army of Israel and to fight Goliath the champion, the giant enemy. So makita nato una sadan ang persistence ni David. They were dismayed, Washington effect. Okay, nangahadlok sila. They were so afraid. He heard the disdain of his brother, elder brother. Okay? Wala siya. Wala siya nagpadala, gilok down siya. He heard, you know, discouraging words from King Saul. But then again, wala agyapon siya nagpadala. Wala nagpa-tinag si David Anak. Secondly, you will not only his persistence, but the progress of David. Listen to how he convinced King Saul to allow him to fight Goliath. He said in verse 34, But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep sheep for his father. And when there came a lion or a bear and took a lamb from the flock, I went after him and struck him and delivered it out of his mouth. And if he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Listen. Your servant has struck down both lions and bears. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them. Why? David, Because he has defied the armies of the living God. In the previous verse, What is Nga si Goliath defied the army of Israel. Pero pag-take ni David? Ana? From David's perspective, he was not only defying the army of Israel, he was defying the army of the living God. And David said to Saul, this should have been a rebuke to King Saul. David said to Saul, verse 37: The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Yung confidence na asa gino. Ang Diyos nga, you know, naghawas nako, nagkuha nako, nagdeliver nako, gikan sa mga that God who kept me safe, that God who allowed me to prevail against the lion and the bear, that God who gave me the victory over those quote unquote smaller enemies will deliver me from him. And that's why Saul said to David, Go and the Lord be with you. Here's what we can learn learn to trust God in the little things. Be Faithful in the little things, and God will help us to be faithful in bigger things. David fought and won against lion, against a bear, before he fought and won against the giant Goliath. Same way, in my opinion, David was a representation, a type of our Lord Jesus Christ. you learn Jesus, he defeated the devil privately in the wilderness before he defeated him publicly. At Calvary. Adrian Rogers says, the reason some of us are not winning our big battles is because we're losing our little battles. So We must be faithful where we are with the least resources that we have in order to prepare for much more usaay na to, di nato wala tay kusog wala tay kadaogan batok sa mga dagkong you know, gubat sa kinabuhi dagkong mga problema kay nganoman kani Kani mga gagmay di nato ma-handle kani mga gagmay dili nato ma-overcome if you cannot trust god for your daily needs if you cannot trust god you know for a plate of rice you know and a piece of meat or fish to feed you every day if you cannot trust God on this, how can you trust God for bigger things? That's what we can see here the progress, the growth of David. Wala masya katubang ni Goliath, the giant? No. He started with ginag the bear and the lion. And he learned to trust God. Now, tonggoos yang previous experience kay nakatilaw siya sa ka faithful sa Ginoo kay nakasulay siya you know nga nakasinati siya sa gahom sa Ginoo wa na siya ka hadlok nga moatubang sa higanteng si Goliath so we've seen the persistence of David the progress of David now let's look at the power of David his triumph over his enemies sumapa sa Gingon sa pulong sa, Gino, sa 2 Corinthians chapter ten, ang atong weapons of warfare are not carnal but mighty through God. Nasa sa ginoo ang atong kadaogan. Isi ko maglanto ka with the rest of the story. Okay? So ni na si Saul. Okay, David, you can go and fight this giant. Aniyang yang gi offer, okay? Ang yang gi offer ni David ang yahang armor. Nga, the Lord be with you. Go. And fight this giant in our behalf. In verse 38. Saul clothed David with his armor. And he put the bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of, of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor. And tried to walk. For he had not tested them. And David said to Saul. I cannot use this. I cannot walk with this. For I have not tested them. So David took it off. David had to use the right method. in some way. David, ayo gamita ng para untak ng soul. Yang gigamit ang unsay yang sling and the stone. Here's what we can learn. Different battles require different methods to win. We must learn to surrender to God and let Him lead and guide us. David in the past wrestled against the lion and the bear, but he's wise enough to realize wrestling will not work with Goliath. We can't fight where the enemy is strong and has the advantage. Let's fight the enemy where we are strong and have the advantage. Of course, asa strong. asagino. Asa advantage. asagino. David used the right method. He did not, you know, try to become somebody he's not. He did not try to use the resources God has provided for other people. He used what God has given him. He used what God has given him. Secondly, David served the right master. Verse 45 and verse 46. David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down and cut your head off. And I will give the dead bodies of the host of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a god in Israel he served the right master ipangalagaran ng ginoo si king Saul dili ang ang but god himself Thirdly, David fought with the right motive. Unsa may ni da bid, unsamay nakatuhmud niya, on may naghatag niya to move forward by faith. Verse forty-six. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down and cut off your head, and I will give the dead bodies of the host of Philistines this day to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, and all the earth will know. On man, there is a God in Israel. And that all these assembly may know that the Lord saves not with the sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's. There's the key. And He will give you into our hand. You see, because David had used the right method, served the right master, and had the right motive. God empowered him to victory. God empowered him na sa the battle is the Lord's Dili niya ko ang away Dili niya ko ang gubat dilin niya ko ang battle is God's battle so let God fight for me muna gibuhat ni David muna atong makatunan siya that was the source of his power the source of David's power okay, what enabled him was God almighty it wasn't his skill it wasn't his sling it wasn't the stone it was the sovereign lord it was the sovereign Lord that gave him the victory. Verse 50 down to verse 53. So David prevailed over the Philistine with the sling and with the stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. There was no sword in the hand of David. Then David ran and stood over the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of his sheath and killed him and cut it, cut off, he said, with it. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. The men of Israel and Judah rose with a shout and pursued the Philistines as far as Gath and the gates of Ekron so that the wounded Philistines fell on the way from Sharim as far as Gath and Ekron. And the people of Israel came back from chasing the Philistines and they plundered their camp. Victory was won. It was won by faith, by trusting in the sovereign Lord. The Lord of Hosts, the God of Israel. The God of Israel is the God that we serve. The God who gave them the victory is the God who gives us victory. He gives victory to those who completely trust in Him. That's the example of David. Sa si nagpaimangno sa kaaway and I si David, the guy who is a warrior, a defender, a champion, na si Jesus Christ. And like David defeated Goliath in a very, you know, tawag, unexpected way, Jesus also defeated Satan in a very unexpected way. He defeated Satan by dying on the cross. Rising on the third day. By his death and resurrection, Jesus made it possible for you and I to be saved, for you and I to be forgiven of our sins, and to have eternal life in heaven. All you need to do is trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He is mightier than David, He is greater than David, because He cannot only you know, see, si Jesus is against your giants in this life. He will deliver you and save you from the giant of giants, from the enemy of enemies. That's Satan, sin, and the world can deliver you from these enemies. Nga wala kay power, wala kay ability to overcome. Trust in Jesus Christ today. You cannot save yourself from sin. You cannot wash your sins. You cannot cleanse your heart. Jesus can. Bible says, His blood cleanses us from all sin. You cannot save yourself from hell. You cannot deliver yourself from the flames of hell. Jesus can. He can save you. So that the Bible, if you will believe in Him, you will not perish, but you will have everlasting life. This is a gift of God. Eternal life to Jesus Christ our Lord. Trust in Jesus Christ today. He's waiting for you. You know what you can do? You can ask Him right now. You can ask Him to save you from hell. To save you from your sins. To forgive you and give you eternal life. You just call upon the Lord. Say a simple prayer like this. Say, Lord, I admit that I am a sinner. And because of my sins, I deserve to go to hell. But you love me. And you've demonstrated your love by coming and dying on the cross more than 2,000 years ago. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me by your blood. Give me eternal life and save me from hell. I trust you now as my only Savior. You pray a simple prayer like that, genuinely and sincerely. If you truly have, you know, if you truly place your faith in Christ, you will not perish in hell, but you will have everlasting life in heaven. That's the promise of the word of God. For you Christians, if you're living in defeat, you can start living in victory. From the moment of your salvation, you've been delivered. You are victorious in Christ. We are more than conquerors in Christ. What can we learn from David? Be persistent like David. Refuse to be discouraged by your friends and family. Refuse to be discouraged by others, especially to those who are close to you. Reality is, we cannot always count on those who look, you know, on those who we look up to for support. Sometimes, instead of encouraging and standing behind us, they are the ones who are mocking and doubting us. So when you are sure about what God wants you to do, Be sure of the other thing as well. Your loved ones, your closest friends will come and will challenge you. Be persistent like David. Secondly, be progressing or growing like David. We must learn how to handle the small things before we could ever trust God with big things. Before David fought Goliath, he fought a lion and a bear. He was simply elevating from victory to victory. To be progressing like David. Lastly, like David, appropriate God's power. We don't need to be someone else. We are not. God made us unique and He has given us the faculty and the personality we need to glorify Him. You are not a mistake. God made you for who you are wonderfully for His glory. And all we need to do to live, you know the abundant, victorious, fruitful, meaningful life is to learn to live by faith, accessing His power and appropriating His provision for us. Remember, God gives victory to those who trust in Him completely. Live in victory every day. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. Think about it. What are you facing? What are the giants you're facing today? Are they screaming at you? Are they telling you you cannot overcome them? Are they trying to convince you that you are a loser and a loser forever? And that there is no hope for you? Don't listen to these voices. Listen to the voice of truth. Listen to the voice of Jesus. There is victory in Christ. You have been delivered. You have been set free. Bible says you have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus in the heavenlies. And you are seated with Him in the heavenlies. You are rich in Christ. You can walk as a child of God victoriously. You can walk in holiness. You can walk in love. You can walk in the light. You can walk you know, in harmony with everybody around you. You can live victoriously. Because Jesus lives in you. And available to you is the power of the Holy Spirit. Learn to depend on Him. Step by step. Circumstance by circumstance. Walk trusting in Jesus Christ. Walk depending on the Holy Spirit. Walk in victory. By looking up to God by faith. Remember, God gives victory to those who trust in Him completely. God bless you.